Welcome to On The Spot, the show where we put businesses on the spot. On the spot. Welcome to On The Spot. I'm Barry. In, in this show, uh, we talk to business owners. And On The Spot is all about not just Toowoomba businesses, but primarily Toowoomba businesses. We also interview uh, business owners from lots of other places, including international businesses. And last year, this station, PTV Channel O, which at that time was Power TV Australia, became involved with the Darling Downs Bush Bash. We're involved with them again this year, and my guest today is the competition coordinator for the DDBBL. We have our guest standing by now, Kent Remus. Welcome to the show, Kent. Hi, Barry. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Kent, to start with, uh, tell us a little bit about Murdoch Lawyers. Who are Murdoch Lawyers? How did they get involved in the DDBBL? <coughs> Murdoch Lawyers, they're a... Uh uh, a firm here in Toowoomba and Brisbane. Um, I've played at the same club as Andrew Crook, who's one of the partners in the business. Um, we originally talked to him around team ownership or uh, a few other options, and and in the end, they they decided to go as naming rights sponsors, and uh, they've been fantastic to, to us and fantastic to the competition. Okay. And um, uh, why why has Murdoch particularly gotten involved in this? Uh, they they have a rich cricketing background. Um, a lot of their guys, so Andrew Crook, who I said before, but Justin Shine also played cricket in Toowoomba for a long time. Um, and I think I think they also wanted to to put their brand out there in the sporting community and uh, saw the DDBBL as something a little bit different something that might project their name a little more often than than just sponsoring your average team uh, or competition in, in Toowoomba does. Um, and hopefully we've delivered on that promise to them and, and given them some good exposure. Yes. Who do you work for? <laughs> I work for Nestle. Territory sales manager for Nestle, but I uh, obviously spend a lot of time working on this cricket competition. Okay. Um and uh, and how long have you worked for Nestle? Around about seven years. Okay. I, uh, I stepped out of. I was working for Meyer um, as an assistant store manager, and uh, and stepped out of that into uh, into a territory manager's role and and getting out and about the countryside. Yeah. So what a, what does a territory manager do? So I look after anyone that that um, deals with Nestle confectionery, basically. So. Uh, service stations, corner stores, uh, your IGAs and food works. Uh, I'm in there, obviously trying to trying to get more of our brand in there, but also to support the the business owners and and try and try and assist them to make some more money uh, by selling Nestle products effectively and creatively. Okay, and seven years you said you've been with them. That's right. Okay. All right, and uh, that's it's something you enjoy doing, I guess. Oh, mate, it's look. I spend a lot of time in retail, being being in the same spot all the time. To my territory stretches from Brisbane out to 
Miles and Roma up to Kingaroy down to Tenerfield. Um, it's a pretty big area and you get to see some beautiful countryside and you, you never feel as though you're in the same spot every day. It's it's always mm. an adventure. Yeah, yeah. And what did you do before you were, uh, if you've been there seven years, what did you do before that? Before that I was at Meyer, uh as the, oh, I started as the electrical and furniture manager but also um, operations manager and assistant store manager. Um, before that I've worked in furniture stores and managed furniture stores and even played some professional cricket in England. Yeah, I noticed on the notes that I've got here that uh, you've played in uh, Bangladesh uh, or you played against Bangladesh. You've played some uh, cricket in England. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so first time over there was 1999. I was, I was only a young fella, but that was the 1999 was the World, World Cup in England for one-day cricket. Um, and the county that I was, that I was involved with... Um, Ended up playing some lead-up matches against Bangladesh, which was, which was pretty, uh, pretty inspiring. I got to, uh, I got the, the guy that carried the flag for Bangladesh at the Commonwealth Games. I got him out both days, so my claim to fame is, is uh, Akram Akram Khan, which is a, a great cricketing name combines two, two great cricketing names. So I got Akram yes. Khan out both days. All right. Okay. Oh well, you have a little uh, cricket prowess feather that you can put in your cap, huh? <laughs> oh, a long time ago, but yes, mate, it was it was good. Okay. <laughs> Terrific. And and you're uh, you're still playing cricket? No, mate. I've uh, I've gone into obviously the administration side, which is how we've met each other, uh, and I do a a lot of coaching at the moment too. No no more playing for me. No. Okay. Now, and and as we were saying earlier, you're the coordinator of the Darling Downs Bush Bash, correct? Yeah, so uh, myself and Tony Anderson uh, started the DDBBL. Um, this season, part of our progression planning was to, to bring another guy through, Clayton Faulkner, who, uh, who's the technology man and, and knows all, all that side of it, whereas... Uh, Tony and I claim to be the faces, which is debatable. But, um, yeah, so in conjunction with those two guys, uh, we, we run the competition. Okay. And um, tell us a little bit about the competition while we're on that subject. It, uh, how does it run? When does it run? Um, uh, what happens? Uh, I know I've, I've interviewed you previously about it, but for anybody who hasn't seen that, let's just fill them in a bit. <laughs> okay. So the Murdoch Lawyers DDBBL is a six-team corporate uh, cricket competition. Uh, the reason we started it was T20 cricket in Toowoomba was not doing well. We had, we had some very fine players, but uh, when they were playing it, there always seemed to be um, weather issues and things like that. Uh, participation rates weren't great. So we identified a need to, to do something different with T20 cricket in Toowoomba. It was always traditionally club-based, uh, and we've taken it with permission of the T TCI, Toowoomba Cricket Incorporated. We've um, we've taken it and sold six six franchises to to team owners, and um, and done it a little bit different. All the players nominate for the competition, so they don't 
they're not part of the team first and foremost. They have to get selected and get drafted. And Barry, I think you'll agree that draft night last year was was uh, a good combination, uh, good fun and bedlam. Yeah, yes, yes, it was a it was a good uh, um, night, wasn't it? Um, and I I think uh, probably because it was the uh, the first one, uh, I think there was a little bit of confusion around some things as well, but um, uh, that all added to the uh, to the fun of it. Now uh, there's another draft this year, um, correct? And it's this month. The captain's draft is uh, this month. Uh, so that's where, where the six teams will select their captains. Then the following month in August, um, we have the, the full players draft, right. uh, which is the, the big one. Uh, and then the competition starts 13th of September and runs through till late October. Right. And now you, you said um, these are corporate franchises. Who are the teams? Okay. Uh, so we've got four teams from last year that have, stayed on. Uh, we've got the Valley Raptors, which is uh, Lockyer Valley Toyota and, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Pollock Farms uh, from down there. Uh, Adicare Aztecs, which are obviously uh, owned by Adicare. Um, Live Wide Lightning, last year's premiers, uh, owned by Grant Spees and Nick Payne from Live Wide Electrical. Back Pocket to Rockets. Uh, Hip Pocket Rockets, Graeme Strang. Um, so Graeme was the last team uh, to jump on board last year. He um, he uh, saw the concept and got really excited by it. So they're the four that are coming back. And this year we've got two new teams, yep. <clears throat> the Rob Scan Knight Riders from Roberts and Scannell Accountants and the Grammar Blazers, obviously, from Toowoomba Grammar School. Right. Okay. Now, Kent, uh, I think that uh, we might take a break there. And uh, when we come back, uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the other information that I've got here about you. So um, uh, we'll go to a break now and we'll see you again after the break. Hi, this is Sarah and Bronstein Cool at Hip Pocket Toowoomba. Lightweight cotton work shirts in a huge range of colours, shorts, water bottles, sunscreen. Come in and see us six days or we are happy to post to you. At Hip Pocket, we rock it. If you've lost your income or had a change of earning capacity through no fault of your own and are struggling with debt that you can no longer handle, you probably feel a bit like this ant. If the struggle is getting you down and you feel overwhelmed, there is an answer. Central Liaison has helped thousands of people break free of the debt struggle by handling their debt for them. Freeze all interest, stop the harassing calls from the bank and start enjoying life again. Call them today on 0409 344 for a confidential, obligation-free chat about how Central Liaison can help you take your life back. The number again, 0409 344 Call them now. Power FM is total entertainment. From the morning drive with Fiona and Jeff to the drive home with Jeff Black. On the weekends, catch the Crazy Kevin Show. Dennis Mitchell's Breakfast with the Beatles, the Semi-Pro Sports Show, and Racing Nation with James O'Shea, plus the music you grew up with. Keep your radio dial locked on Toowoomba's Power FM, celebrating 10 years. You'll find us at 88.0 on the FM dial or online at www.powerfmradio.com.au. When the going gets tough, advertising is a must. 
Thousands of potential customers make buying decisions every day based on advertising they've seen or heard on radio and television. Are you losing sales because potential customers don't know what you offer? Get your business, product or service in front of thousands of potential customers with a joint advertising package on Power FM and PTV Channel O. Capture a multimedia audience with our affordable radio, TV, media advertising package. Stay ahead of the pack by contacting Barry on 0431 390920 or email feedback at ptvchannelo.com or jeff at powerfmtoowoomba at gmail.com. And welcome back. Uh, you're watching On The Spot and I have Kent Remus with me today. Kent is involved with the Darling Downs Bush Bash and works for Nestle. Kent, um, uh, just tell me, we were talking before about your uh, cricketing background. I see here that you studied horticulture. Um, <laughs> Nestle is uh, uh, quite a paradigm shift from horticulture. Uh, tell us about that. Well, to be honest, it's not quite a shift, Barry. Um, Nestle or, or own Nescafe, which obviously they produce their own coffee beans and, and so right. forth. So uh, I guess guess there's an element of horticulture involved, but uh, <laughs> I was never 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 involved. Um, no, out of out of school, I moved up to Rockhampton with my brother and uh, studied horticulture at TAFE there. Um, yeah, but uh, one of those things you do out of school that uh, it was just an opportunity to get me out of Toowoomba and see another part of the world, I think. Didn't, right. uh, didn't go too well and I didn't have a, a career in horticulture. Okay. <laughs> um, now, I see you've also been a sign writer and you worked at the Indoor Cricket Centre. Was that here in Toowoomba? Yeah, back in the days of Carl Rackerman's Indoor Sports Centre. Um, uh, yeah, spent uh, spent a good few years there and, and we had a lot of fun there. It was a, it was a good way to learn about business and um, repeat business and how to look after your customers and and things like that, uh, as well as, you know, you get to develop some pretty close relationships with people that you, you spend a lot of time with. So, no, that was a great time in my life, to be honest. Right, right. And and I see, talking about great times, um, I see that you worked at Amart All Sports and you've uh, uh, you said in here that it was your dream job. Why was that your dream job? <laughs> oh, I was a sports mad kid and to, to right. get to work at Amart at that point in time, um, you know, 15, 16 years old, um, every every sports mad kid in town wanted to work at Amart All Sports. Uh, they had a, a pretty good uh, reputation and, and uh, you know, a lot of the sporting who's who of Toowoomba worked there. Uh, guys like Brian May and uh, from cricket, Neil Ward, the great touch footballer. Um, so, yeah, it was it was really cool to, to spend time there and Get a little education in, in the sales process, and um, yeah, you got to learn about sales targets and and all that thing at, at quite a young age. So it was it was a good mm. learning curve. Yeah, yeah. I see that uh, you would like to go back to England, and you want to take your wife and your dad down the Rhine. Yep, hundred yeah. percent. So obviously, I've got a lot of lifelong friends in England from from the two stints of cricket there, but. Um, 
uh, all our family heritage is from uh, from Germany, North Germany, um, and we're not cruise people, but uh, those <laughs> not those many people are these grind. days. <laughs> um, but no, I'd I'd love to uh, love to take my dad back there. He's uh, he's just retired and got some some time on his hands, and uh, right. obviously I'd love to take my wife with us. So no, it'd be a wonderful trip. Yeah, cool. All right, sounds good. I hope you get there. Now, Star Wars. Um, you're a Star Wars fan, I hear. Oh, I sure am, mate. I've uh, I've loved it since I was a kid. Um, even even to the point that uh, uh, some of the scenes in in uh, Empire Strikes Back uh, gave me nightmares as a child. But um, <laughs> I I just, I just love the whole concept of it and how over the years it's developed and faltered and offshoots have gone this way and that. Um, yeah, I I don't know why I'm I'm just into it. I'm not into any other sci-fi or anything like that. But I just love Star Wars. Right. Star Wars was uh, uh, quite groundbreaking when it first came out. I remember seeing a documentary on the making of it at one stage and the shot out in the uh, in the snow in the original uh, Star Wars movie where the uh, hero opens Luke. up the whatever the, the animal is and gets inside, yep. um, I believe it was the first time ever that a scene was filmed on a white background. There you go. Yeah, well, it, yeah. Uh, it kind of makes sense. It, and, and if you do look closely enough, it, it looks a little artificial by today's standards. But, um, yeah, I, when I think first Star Wars came out in 1980 or something like that. Something like been, that, yep. I would have been two years old, so uh, I don't remember when it first came out, but uh, right. geez, I got into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, uh, yeah. Some some of those things like that, <coughs> filming on a, a white background. I mean, normally you wouldn't film on a white background because there's too much reflection, um, yep. and so you get shadowing and stuff. So that was quite groundbreaking for them to do that. Now, the uh, next thing I want to ask you about is Nirvana Unplugged. Why uh, why have we got Nirvana Unplugged as your uh, greatest single concert that you've ever seen? Look, they were that particular concert um, was just groundbreaking for them. They generally didn't do uh, acoustic work. Um, what they did with songs like uh, "Man Who Sold the World," which I think was a David Bowie song, um, they just totally, totally remade that song and turned it into something amazing. Not that it wasn't amazing already, but um, I think the concept of unplugged shows. Uh, were fairly new back then as well, um, and in that entire concert, there's not a bad song. You can, I can still sit there and listen to the entire thing from start to finish and and appreciate every bit of it. Right. <clears throat> okay, that's that's good. Uh, I'm afraid my musical history goes back a bit further to, than that to uh, <laughs> to the Beatles and some of those some of those groups. So um... yeah, you can't can't knock the Beatles. though. I mean, it, it's all. All these bands from different eras, they were all groundbreaking in their own way and, and did some pretty spectacular things. So I'm, I'm a bit of a, a music nuffy. I just like good music. It doesn't matter uh, what era it comes from. I, uh, I just love listening to music. Do you play yourself? No, uh, but my, my daughters are both quite musical. Uh, my oldest daughter is uh, a bit of a weapon on the violin. She goes, goes really well with that. 
right. uh, and my little one, she she's just getting into the guitar. I uh, posted a picture of her last night watching uh, a Metallica concert and right. uh, a Sandman they were playing, a heavy metal song, and she uh, she was playing along on her guitar, which was pretty cool. Right. And and you play air guitar, do you? Look, I, I taught her to play Enter Sandman. That's my, my only song that I know on the guitar. Oh, but, right. um, <laughs> I think I did a pretty good job. She's good at it. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have to have her on the show sometime doing a performance <laughs> for us. Oh, we'll get, get the older one on. She's, she's pretty good on the violin. She's, she's been very lucky. Her school teachers, because uh, both my wife and I aren't musical, they've They've recognised her musical talent and really put some some effort into her. Right. Okay. So so what you're saying is that her musical talent is not inherited. <laughs> I don't. I, we don't know where it comes from. We really don't know. <laughs> cool. All right. Now let's just go back for a minute before we before we finish this and uh, talk a little bit more about the Darling Downs Bush Bash. When does the season actually kick off? 13th of September. 13th of uh, September, and, uh, yep. Yep, and runs through till uh, 24th of October or something like that, the grand final is. They're all on Sundays. Um, we have a little pause in the middle for when the, the representative cricketers go away. But, um, yep, round one at Captain Cook, round two down at Carl Park in Gatton, round three at Highfield Sports Park. Round four at Toowoomba Grammar, and then um, the semi-final back at Gatton, and the grand final at Highfield Sports Park again. Right. Okay. And how can people get involved with it? Oh, look. Come uh, first and foremost, check us out on Facebook. We've got a fairly strong presence there. What's uh, What's the address on Facebook? Darling Downs Bush Bash League. Darling um, Downs Bush. So at Darling Downs Bush Bash League. No, just on Facebook, just search Darling Downs Bush Bash League. Okay. Um, and then obviously you guys are, are live streaming everything, and uh, yep. that's that's really exciting that we've got you for, for every every part of it. So captain's draft, player's draft, and all the games. Well, not all the games, but all the all the rounds you'll be there. Um, yep. You know, last year was a, was a pretty exciting thing when we got you on board, but I think this year we'll go to another level with the live streaming. So yep, uh, very absolutely. excited about that. And hopefully COVID permitting, um, the crowds that we saw last year were, were beyond our expectation and, and it would be fantastic to, to top that again. We've got some top-class cricketers coming back. Uh, a lot of the, the Brisbane guys that played last year are coming back. Uh, we've even got a Queensland country player from Cairns willing to travel down and play. So, oh, is that right? Um, right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So um, got yes. guys from Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast. Out west here, uh, right. the Valley, Warwick. There's just people coming from everywhere, which I think is what makes it such an exciting event. But and, and yeah, we'd, coming we'd from love... Victoria. No, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. We'd probably have to draw the line there, Barry. Oh right. <laughs> but we'd we'd love, even if you're not diehard cricket people, I think there's enough entertainment. You know, in September, October, it's getting warm. Um, there's a bar and and canteen, so. You know, bring the kids along and, and have a drink and, and sit around the boundary and see some pretty good quality cricket. Um, and, uh, and you know, you might just get inspired to, to watch more of the game or, or get, get involved in, in some way. 
Yeah, and that, that's a, um, a great facility at Highfields now, isn't it? Sure is. Um, Toowoomba Regional Council probably de deserve a big big thumbs up on that. I've, I've asked them just to, to take the clubhouse facility and, and drop that out at Captain Cook and it's it's just amazing what they've done out there. Um, yeah. So you know, a lot of the time people like to dig the boot into to the council and things like that. But in in this case, we've got to got to sit back and applaud. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's certainly a um, a great facility to uh, broadcast from, and plenty of uh, plenty of opportunities for us. And this year, as you said, we will be um, stepping it up a bit. We'll have another camera out there this year for some um, instant replays from different angles and things so um, so Fantastic. yeah and uh, I hear the commentary team is uh, chock-a-block with talent again I, I know that yeah Phil hasn't got his team this year the the great man Phil Curry's gonna gonna get back in the commentary box and um, yep Mark Alexander was there last year I think Lincoln and, and Harrison Humphreys will do some more stuff yep uh, Brad Spenner um, he's got a fair bit on with the Darling Downs under 16 team, but uh, he he loves telling a story, Brad. So I'm sure if if he's got a spare uh, spare spot, he'll he'll jump in. So mate, people just love uh, being involved with uh, with your broadcast. It was it was pretty crazy last year, wasn't it? All the people that that yeah. jumped on board with it, and and uh, there were some pretty funny moments. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, yeah. Yeah, and we had uh, we even had some interest from uh, uh, some of the regular TV channels in using some of our footage. So um, yeah, fantastic. Uh, I think that that will uh, probably happen again this year. You know, that's that's a big credit to to everyone when you think about that because um, regional networks don't have a lot of uh, a lot of resource anymore, and it's harder for them to to get out to games on weekends and. If people people like you guys are willing to share and um, do first of all what you do for us, but then to help them out and, and share footage, I think is uh, it's just wonderful for the game. And even though you know you're not a you're not a diehard cricket man yourself, but for you to support us the way you do <laughs> with things like that is fantastic. Yeah, well, it's it's actually been um, it's actually been interesting because I I'm not really a sports person uh, at all. Um, my uh, uh, my background is an academic background, and um, and I've much been much more involved with uh, academia over the uh, years in uh, universities mostly, and not really had a lot of contact with sport. So uh, it's been a an interesting uh, learning curve for me to uh, with our involvement with the Toowoomba Rugby League, uh, which is uh, continuing despite the fact that um, we haven't had any games this year. Uh, and with COVID-19, we actually had to change what we did with our uh, TRL footy show because we weren't able to run that uh, as a live footy show in, a, uh, in the studio. So we started what was probably the very first footy show uh, as a virtual show. And nice. uh, and all of our participants come in virtually, like uh, you have here. So uh, so for me, I I had to learn I had to learn all about football to start with, and uh, and then when you guys came along, um, mind you, I had been uh, broadcasting cricket from the indoor um, sports centre That's here. Right. So I had been involved with indoor cricket, but didn't really have a lot of um, 
input into that. So uh, the DDBBL was certainly an interesting learning curve for me. Uh, mate, we love love having you guys on board. It's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time tonight. We will uh, we will let people know the details of how they can get in touch with the DDBBL and how they can become involved. And we'll also give them some information about how to see the stream. Uh, on our station, we uh, interviewed uh, you and uh, some of the other uh, team owners in at the radio station a little while ago. Um, we'll repost some of those, well, we repost all of those interviews again on Facebook in case people missed them so that, uh, so that folk can get to see it. And we'll look forward to some really exciting stuff this year. Thank you, mate. Appreci appreciate everything you do for us. No worries. Thanks very much, Kent. We'll catch up with you later. Thanks, Barry. You've been watching On The Spot, um, and today I've been talking to Kent Rimmers. He is the uh, coordinator of the Darling Downs Bush Bash, which, as he mentioned, uh, is being live broadcast again this year by uh, PTV Channel O. Now, if you want to get involved with the uh, games from the DDBBL, the uh, address, uh, the Facebook address is on the screen now for you. Uh, go and um, connect with them there. Uh, you'll also be able to see all of the streams on PTV Channel O, uh, and uh, it's www.ptvchannelo.com. Uh, and there's the address on the screen for you as well. And by the way, if you like to see any of last year's games, everything is on video on demand. So if you go down the left-hand side of the site, you'll be able to see the DDBBL there, and you'll be able to watch some of the games from last year. So maybe we'll give you a, a, a bit of a taster and whet your appetite a little bit. We'd love to see you at the games. Uh, and uh, but if you can't get to the games and you'd still like to watch them they will be live on our website and also on the PTV Channel O app this has been Barry for On The Spot we'll see you again next time